Good morning, everybody. This is Joe. I just put the final little edits on my interview with this gentleman, Randy Elrod, and revisiting my conversation with him has been a blessing. And uh, if you don't know who Randy Elrod is, I'll explain it as we start the interview. But I just want to say that this is one of those interviews that at the end of it, I felt that I had made a, a friend for life. It's hard to explain, but uh, he and I spent over an hour and a half on the phone, and there was just something about that conversation and the connection that I believe really resonated with both of us. Perhaps that comes across as you listen to it. But here's how it got started. I received a request from Randy on Facebook to like his Creative Community Facebook page. And um, frankly, because I share this Facebook account with Dan as part of helping uh, to get the word out about stuff that's happening with Frequency, I didn't even know I was friends with Randy Elrod. So that was a surprise to me. Well, anyway, I went ahead and, and liked a Facebook page. I read a little more about it and I thought, considering what his vision for this community is, I should be talking to him. We've been in this season on Frequency talking about self-care, we should bring Randy on to talk about that. So I reached out to him on Facebook and said, hey, what do you think about coming on and chatting about this? And uh, he said, yeah. So he came on and like I said, we spent um, over an hour just connecting and talking about various subjects before we ever pushed record. But this is uh, this is my conversation specifically about Colleen and his vision for uh, this beautiful place in the Appalachians. So, folks, allow me to introduce you to my friend, Randy Elrod, the encourager. Frequency.fm presents The Amped Interview. Hey, good morning, everybody. This is Joe at Frequency. Um, I want to introduce you to a gentleman today. We've, we've been talking for almost an hour now and uh, really a kindred spirit, but just um, Providence uh, introduced us on Facebook uh, a couple of weeks ago. Today, we're going to be chatting with uh, Randy Elrod, a, a musician, author, painter, entrepreneur, founder of Recreate Conferences, and, and maybe he would say most importantly, an encourager. So um, folks, um, say hi to Randy. Randy, say hi to folks. Hello, everyone. It's uh, great to be here with Joe. And I want to echo that it's been an incredible hour of conversation. And I'm thrilled to be here at Frequency.fm. Thanks, Randy. Though I'm certain many of our listeners are, are familiar with you, perhaps, and maybe to take a cue from your Be Who You Are video, you could start by telling folks mm -hmm. who you are. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you hit it on the head. I'm an encourager, I guess, if you want to say who I am. Yeah. Um, and uh, I've always been called a creative, uh, an artist. Uh, starting with my mom, who was the most formative human being for me. And uh, then later on, I did uh, serve as the, a minister for 30 years, as pastor of creative arts, at, and two of them were at mega churches in Tampa Bay, Florida area, and one in, back home in Tennessee, uh, Franklin. I grew up actually in the Appalachian Mountains, south of Nashville, but uh, Tennessee is my home. Well, tell me, you know, why Why is the role, um, your role as an encourager of, well, I, I, I'm saying Christian creatives, but encourager of really anybody. Why, why is it uh, so important a part of who you are? 
That's a, that's a uh, tough question to answer. So, you know, take a breath. It's all right. It's, yes. <laughs> yes. It's, it's a tough question. And really, I, I don't know that even six years ago, Joe, I could have answered that question. But now after a lot of ups and downs in my life, a lot of tragedy, a lot of successes, and especially in 2011, after two years with an amazing mentor and counselor, uh, he helped me have uh, an epiphany of sorts about the existential angst that I was feeling. And good Lord, what am I created to do? Or he kept emphasizing to be, who are you to be? And I realized that the reason I served as a minister was because I'm an encourager. The reason I uh, started Recreate was because I'm an encourager. In fact, that was the first uh, foundational pillar that still 17 years later is encouragement, encouragement, encouragement. And then this nonprofit is because I'm an encourager. And uh, he helped me come to understand that as I, in my search for meaning in life, encouragement was the answer. That's what I'm created to be is who I am to be, to help other people have courage to face who they are to be. So does that help? Yeah, that definitely helps. Uh, I find myself um, wanting to to step into that role a lot. Um, folks who've listened to um, our recent interview with Katie Gustafson, we talk a bit about the Enneagram. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. if you're familiar with the Enneagram, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a two with a three wing. That may mean something to you, uh-huh. but... <laughs> Yes, I'm a, I'm a seven. Okay. <laughs> so again, folks, we'll link to Enneagram. If you haven't taken the test yet, we encourage you to do so. Um, what's, I think, challenging for many Christian creatives or creatives in general, regardless of you know who our audience is specifically, is that the, the, in, the internal critic can be so loud that to have somebody external to, to give you the affirmation and encourage you to continue to create what God created you to be is such a, a relevant and um, uh, maybe underappreciated role in our community. Thank you uh, for being who you are, for that matter. Yeah, yeah. Kill that inner devil's advocate. Yeah, yeah. That uh, <laughs> Crucify him. Crucify him. <laughs> yes, yeah. Hey, it's right after Easter. I think that fits in perfectly. So, Absolutely. <laughs> Well, one of the reasons I wanted to to bring you on to chat with us is um, there's this, the nonprofit, um, the creative community. I'd like to hear more about that. But then there's this idea of Colleen that was birthed uh, 16, maybe plus years ago. And I want to hear what Colleen is and share that with folks because it's what it really resonates with me as um, as as an artist. Uh, so I want I want people to hear about that. Maybe you could share just what birthed the idea of Colleen for us. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, when I served as the pastor of creative arts, especially at the megachurches, the pace and demands of that uh, emotionally, spiritually, physically were just tremendous. And uh, I was fortunate to have uh, some friends who provided me beautiful places of solitude and uh, more out west toward you, Joe, you know, in the Rocky Mountains. And and then uh, it was really there, uh, isolated during a month that the working plans for Colleen were birthed and really Colleen uh, is something in 2002 on a run, actually Joe and I were talking about our love for running. I was on a run through the woods at a staff retreat 
uh, near uh, Knoxville, Tennessee, and I had the one and only vision of my life. <laughs> and uh, I instantly went back after the run and recorded it in my journal. I still have that that uh, journal. I treasure it, that entry. And now as I'm sitting here at the hawk's nest at Colleen, living here now, 16 years later, it or 14 years later, it was it's ironic how close that journal entry still is to where I'm at right now. But I wanted to have a sacred space. I have Native American heritage uh, through both of my uh, mom and dad's families. And I wanted to have a sacred space near my growing up place in the Appalachian Mountains, but it had to be no more than an hour drive from Nashville Airport so that it was very easy to access because several of the places I have stayed in the past were difficult three or four hour drives. And by the time you got there, you were just so worn out. So I wanted to be close to the Nashville airport. And uh, I don't know if you've heard all the research, but our airport is close to, is is within just a short flight of 90% of the country. And so I wanted to be in the wilderness. I wanted to mix of forest and meadows. I wanted to have running water of some kind. Obviously, we all know the spiritual uh, metaphors of that, as well as the just the nature, the beauty of nature. Where ministers, missionaries, artists, creatives—that was when I first journaled it. I was thinking specifically about ministers, missionaries, and artists, full-time artists, uh, where they could come on a scholarship to rate and they could find solitude and rest. But that has changed during the 14 years, and really, I've uh, broadened that. To anyone that's wounded or weary or tired, yeah. you know, just weary, tired uh, from all walks of life. Now, the people that are coming from different walks of life wouldn't be able to get the scholarship rate like the missionaries and the ministers and the full-time artists, but they certainly are welcome here. And they can find solitude. And then in addition, if they need encouragement and they ask for it, it would be given but only upon request. And... Um, after 30 years in the ministry and a lot of hard knocks, as well as the successes beyond deserving, I, I told you a while ago, Joe, and this has just really hit me as I've lived here this past year and walked through the woods. Uh, I don't want to be a sage with answers as I grow older and I have gray hairs now, and uh, but I want to be known as an encourager with a lot of questions. And so um, that's sort of the philosophical bent of Colleen. As far as the practical bent, we've we've adopted. Uh, I've been very fortunate to stay at a lot of Ritz Carlton properties in in my life. Uh, not from the minister <laughs> minister's financial standpoint, but from my. I've also been an entrepreneur most of my life, and so um, especially the Ritz Carlton at Bachelor Gulch in Vail. Really, I just fell in love with that space. And so as I talked to the manager there and and then later the Ritz-Carlton people, they uh, I've adopted a philosophy that they have and made it sort of my own, and I call it spaces within community. So that's the concept here. Uh, there'll be cabins. There'll be Ritz-Carlton quality, but each one is isolated. And if uh, solitude is your need, you can have it. But if you need community every once in a while, like Joe and I were just talking, I'm an introvert. He's an extrovert. And so uh, I think that's right. Actually, no, and I'm an introvert, too, but that's OK. OK. Yes. Gina, my wife is an extrovert. Yeah, don't confuse me with your so, wife, Randy. 
No, no, I won't. I won't. I won't. <laughs> but if you need community like Gina, <laughs> and uh, or if you need solitude like Joe and I, uh, either one of those, that it, that's available. And uh, so there'll be certain evenings that you can check online to see if our house is open uh, for dinner at a nominal cost and the wine cellar, if you love wine, like I do. Uh, so those, you can have community or you can have solitude and it's sacred ground. It's been blessed um, by a, a beautiful native American gentleman from Franklin, Tennessee, that is also a Christian and he has danced a blessing upon Colleen. And it was one of the most moving times of my life. So, you can. We've set aside sacred ground so that you can find the time and space to reconnect with your soul and your ideas. And we know that you, you know, you can't do like Thoreau and just move and build a cabin at Walden Pond. Right. But we at Colleen, we can give you moments of solitude. And when those are self-imposed, intentional, and fully appreciated, they can have profound. I really believe they can have profound effects on our productivity, our creative thinking, and our healing. That's Colleen in a nutshell. Fantastic. And uh, you, you remind me of, uh, and I want to encourage people to watch your Be Who You Are video, but um, you said a couple of things in there about um, how we we do a pretty lousy job. I think you actually said we suck at waiting. And there are so many things in our lives that vie for our attention that sometimes you have to slow things down to such an extent that um, you have no choice but to wait and to be present in the moment. And it, it sounds to me that Colleen is uh, intentional in that way. Yes, because we only have in a lifetime, we have only a limited amount of time to pay attention to any one yeah. thing. And we pay attention to our career, our family, our job, you know, our, our uh, even our recreation, but we pay very little attention to our own soul. So that's what Colleen is all about, to give time, space, to wait, and then to pay attention. So where does the um, the nonprofit creative community fit in with Colleen? The creative community is a 501c3 public charity, and it's the umbrella organization. Gotcha. In, 2000, in 2006, we formed that, and the mission, which, uh, and I have an incredible board of directors, oh my gosh, mm. and uh the mission that we've come up with is this providing places of encouragement, refreshment, and diffusion of ideas in a genuine, graceful, and hospitable environment. And so that means Colleen. Uh, it also, uh, to uh, a lesser extent at this time in my life, it means the for-profit company I have called Recreate Conferences. Yeah. So that's a conference that we've had since 1999. And um, then it also means request, which is a um, experience for men over 40 that are uh, approaching the second half of life. There's, I was stunned as I went through my own midlife crisis that uh, uh, there's no rite of passage for men now to the second half of life, like the Native American young man when he goes out and uh, spends the night in the woods and becomes a man, uh, that rite of passage or the Jewish uh, circumcision, right. you know, there's not that rite of passage for men in the second half of their life, because historically we've never had a second half of life. My grandfathers 
average life expectancy was 54. Wow. And so now, all of a sudden, we have 40, 30 to 40 more years of life that nobody's accounted for. And so Request is uh, a rite of passage to that um, time in our lives for men. So Creative Community supports those um, those efforts and uh, then more. There are things like a walk in the woods, um, 48 hours of solitude that's been going on for now 10 years, um, conversations by starlight. So creative community is an umbrella for all of those. And I have to say, I have to brag, we're really proud. We've been awarded uh, two years ago the Gold Star of Achievement and Accountability by GuideStar, which is the world's largest source of information on nonprofit organizations. And uh, our financial supporters include companies with uh, philanthropic arms such as Health Corp of America, Dell Computers, Nissan, and more. So we're really thrilled about uh, all the things that have happened with this little public charity uh, in 2006 we never dreamed would be where we're at today. So you're celebrating uh, 10 years with Creative Community now. Good Lord, Joe. Yes, we are. Is this the first time you thought of that? <laughs> Just now. <laughs> well, my goodness. You know, I need to look back at the IRS designation date. I think, as a matter of fact, it could have been April 2006. Ah, Joe, thank well, you. I'm, uh, this, this podcast is huge for me just now. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, con- well congratulations, because... Ten years is significant, um, you know, as you thinking uh, not to lean too much on your video, but I really appreciate it to be who you are. But the idea that we do, we go through these three different phases, you know, and 10 years represents a huge chunk of life. You know, I've got, I've got a seven-year-old son and I think about what my life was like 10 years ago before he was born and it, it doesn't compare. Boy, to, to look back to 2006 to where you are now, the road of pain and and the challenges and the and uh, the success that's wrapped up in that. Congratulations for that. I really appreciate that, Joe. And, and uh, celebrations are a huge deal with me. It's always been that way throughout our life. Birthdays and and rituals, landmarks. Yeah. They're they're important. And so that's a huge deal. What you just said, and I, I cannot believe I didn't think about that. You made me think, though. Another part of creative community I'm really excited about that's so new I haven't really been able to put my head around it yet is that Be Who You Are and uh, many of the resources that I've been able to produce um, over the past few years, uh, our board of directors have been so gracious and generous. And they they asked me a few months ago, Randy, if we helped you uh, uh, financially, could you just provide everything for free that you're producing right wow. now? And so that's how you were able to see Be Who You Are was, you know, like nine ninety nine or something like that. And we just made that available free and a few months ago. And then um, a lot more did this massive thing called God, I have a question hmm. or two. And uh, it's a massive uh, self-coaching guide with about, oh, 14 videos and that was like $179 for all of that when we initially did it. And the board has uh, made it possible that we can give that away. And so uh, creative community, that's another arm. And then I must also say, Joe, we have a fiscal sponsorship program, which is huge too, uh, where 
people or organizations that align with our mission, if they are, uh, if they need a nonprofit arm and haven't uh, been granted one, can come under our umbrella. Oh, fantastic! And so that's a really uh, a great thing we have right now. We have four uh, different organizations that are under our umbrella uh, fiscal sponsorship. And it's much like the, I didn't realize that you could do it, but the Salvation Army actually, every individual Salvation Army branch is under the fiscal sponsorship of Salvation Army Incorporated. And so it's, it's just this really cool thing that, because sometimes it is difficult and uh, very costly to get a, a, a nonprofit status. Mm-hmm. And so we offer that as well. Yeah, we did. We went through that so process last year, so I understand the hoops a okay. person has to jump through um, for that to occur, <laughs> yep. and uh, it's not it's not insignificant uh, to do so. So, so that's a remarkable gift or service that you're you're offering there as well. Yeah, and it can even be, uh, especially because you're so targeted to artists. If you're in process of the five hundred one c three and awaiting it, we had one company, uh, an arts company in in a nearby city. Um, they came under our umbrella while waiting for their 501c3. And we all celebrated the other day when they were granted it. Uh, so they were able to get uh, matching funds from Nissan through our umbrella and built a relationship that now stands them in good stead in their own nonprofit status. Wow. I love hearing stories like that where individuals, companies, organizations, whatever uh, body it happens to be. I mean, you're really living out your role as an encourager through Colleen and the creative community. It's just a natural extension, it sounds, uh, of of who you are. Yeah. Yeah, it's very exciting. Well, um, a couple more questions about Colleen. The, what's the status of, of Colleen right now as a retreat? And um, what's, what's in the near term for you in terms of plans? Uh, well, I'm standing here on the deck of the Hawk's Nest, which is an artist cabin, the first one at Colleen. Uh, we're building a home. I can hear my contractors putting the final touches on our home. I'm watching a red-tailed hawk soar above me as I look at the Appalachian Mountains. Wow. And uh, it's just hard to believe, but the status of Colleen, I've been calling it a dream for so long, I still do it, but it's reality. That's the status. It's real. And uh, Gina and I, my wife, purchased and paid for 55 wilderness acres in Appalachian Mountains, and we now live here, and we're working really hard, Joe and I were talking about that, uh, to provide this beautiful place of encouragement and solitude. We call it Colleen, which is derived from the Greek word kaleo, which means calling, and the beauty of Greek is that it has so many nuances. And so the underlying nuance is that beauty is calling. And uh, so that's why we called it Colleen. Each cabin, uh, we plan to have at least two more. And we'll have more based on, uh, uh, you know, availability. Right. Each clean cabin will have a forested buffer to ensure complete solitude. And there'll be a central gathering space, which right now will be our home periodically provided if community, if you are an extrovert like my wife, <laughs> uh, then <laughs> it, it will be Ritz Carlton quality. I've been very influenced with the, the quality of Ritz Carlton. Our hospitality is a little more genuine. Uh, you know, Ritz Carlton has 
such a standard of quality and service. But if you know the Ritz-Carlton Bachelor Golfs near Vail or the Iwani Hotel in Yosemite, those are the hotels that have given me the ideas for the rustic elegance that we're planning for the cabins. And because we live in the middle of nowhere, Joe, (laughs) (laughs) the labor is so affordable, and we have a cedar sawmill just four miles away. And so we're able to build and furnish a cabin for a price that's just almost unfathomable. And um, the board of directors and Dell Computer and Health Corp of America have helped us purchase tools and vehicles to facilitate the building. And we now have money in hand uh, to complete the two cabins, at least. So I'm very thankful. That's the status of clean, like it's real. And to get an idea of a working model, I took this past year to do the first building of my life, and I built my own personal artist cabin that I referred to just a minute ago, the Hawk's Nest, here at Colleen, and it was completed this past July. And it was absolutely one of the hardest things I've ever done, but also one of the most fulfilling. And to be standing here talking to you is uh, is surreal, is transcendent. Yeah, I can only, I can only imagine. I, it's hard for me to even put myself in that same position. I think many of us fail to write down those dreams or those visions that come to us and, um, and, and never follow through on that. But that's, you know, something wherever you are, as you're listening to this, that's so important. There's the, uh, the intentionality of, of having a vision and writing it down and referencing that to see from, I think it was 2002 to where Randy, where you are right now. I mean, that, the the journey that you took to get there was something that you couldn't possibly have envisioned at the beginning. And that here is got in God's time, you are watching the red tail Hawk standing in the, the beautiful Appalachians. So fantastic. I love hearing it. It's love to hear. I love to hear those, um, those journey stories because we live so uh, in the moment with our devices and with the distractions that we have that to to be able to look back over 15, 16, however many years, we don't take the, the opportunity to breathe and to really reflect on those. Thanks, Joe. That means a lot. Well, what, what can we do, whether it's frequency or, or just anybody who's listening, how can we be a part of helping with completing the vision of Colleen or just help in any way whatsoever? Yeah, thanks. Well, first, uh, certainly you can give. All donations are tax deductible. And, uh, you know, uh, that's one way that we can continue to fund the development of Colleen. And as you talk about that writing down, um, Michael Hyatt, just a friend of mine, most of everybody knows now, it sounds like a dropping name, but (laughs) I knew him before he was a name dropper. Right. right. I mean, before you could drop his name. And, um, uh, he and I about, oh, 10 years ago, he helped me walk through a life plan. And then at Recreate this year, he gave everyone a copy of his new book, pre-release copy of Living Forward. And it's the most extraordinary book for doing exactly what you said, Joe, writing things down hmm. and then uh, putting your life plan together. You just, you take a day and uh, in that life plan, you set life priorities and life accounts is what they call it. And my last but not least account was endowment and uh, my legacy, my heritage. And uh, 
what even though we have the money now to build the cabins, this cabin I'm sitting standing in right now is paid for. All the land is paid for. We're so thankful for that. But we do have goal a goal to endow this uh, place so that we can purchase another 40 acres across the mountain uh, that is one of our most beautiful views, and we want that to stay uh, no construction, right. you know, to be untouched and then also we want to have this uh, to last in perpetuity. And so the endowment will then provide scholarships and provide the money to uh, maintain this uh, forever, that this land will always be dedicated to encouragement and solitude. So that's uh, where our next uh, point of emphasis for our donations will start uh, taking place. But second, and most important, really, is to spread the word. Uh, there is a place here called Colleen, and we are uh, we have cabins available. And especially if you're in the ministry, or uh, I mentioned this before, a, a full-time artist or a missionary, then there's uh, a scholarship form you can fill out. It's very simple. It just basically proves that you are uh, who you say you right. are. And... Um, then the regular rate for the cabins right now is $139 a night. And uh, a comparable cabin, to give you, a, uh, for instance, a comparable villa at uh, Vail, at Bachelor Gulch, is about five to $700. Wow. <laughs> so this is 139 for anyone. But if you're a ministry or full-time artist or missionary, then you can fill out a scholarship form and get it for half price uh, a night. So that's that's through the gifts and generosity of our board. They believe in this so much. And so for really under $70 a night, you can have this place and you'll have a little side-by-side, -side, a little Honda or something like that to drive around. There's uh, miles and miles of trails and gravel roads through the woods. And so that's all available. So what we need to do now is just spread the word. Here it is. Uh, let people all over the world know there's an affordable place to find beauty in nature and find solitude, rest, grace, and if you desire it, uh, encouragement. So spread the word. Fantastic. Well, we'll definitely do that. And I, I also want to, um, not to overload this term in our conversation, but I want to encourage people who are listening that um, whether it's for yourself, but, but maybe there are people in your life, maybe your pastor, maybe other artists, that you would like to pour into that, you know, that would benefit from uh, an experience like Colleen. And that's always an option, you know, to, to, to gift them that time. Um, because if you, you know, like I know my pastor and I'm in ministry myself, and I know that there is so little space and what a remarkable gift to give somebody that space. And certainly something to consider is, is Colleen. I'm already planning my trip. Um, it will involve, um, well, it'll probably involve some trail running and maybe a couple of Manhattans. I'm just going to throw that out there right now. That's awesome. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Maple Manhattan is the official drink. Fantastic. <laughs> <If you choose. laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Well, Randy, I've, I, man, I can't tell you how much I've enjoyed this, um, the opportunity to catch up with you. And I'm sure that people listening uh, appreciate the conversation. 
I want to, uh, I want folks who are listening. We're going to have links on the page. Um, don't try to go there while you're driving because that's not safe, but learn more <laughs> about Colleen, learn more about Randy. Um, we'll have the link to his, um, be who you are video and some of the other resources that are mentioned, but be a part of that process. Those folks who are listening and spread the word out there because self-care, something we've really been discussing a lot lately on frequency is, is so important. And this is one very, not just effective, but uh, legitimate way to, to experience that refreshment that, that you need to be all God wants you to be. Awesome. And Joe, I might mention that uh, on the Facebook page or through the social networks uh, of your choice, you can follow along real time as we uh, do the construction for the cabins. I wish I could give a completion date, but uh, as I was explaining to Joe earlier, we are, Nashville is exploding. And so construction is running a bit behind. If you've ever built anything, you know how that goes. Yes. But we fully expect to be um, operational. Uh, I would really hope by fall of this year. So you can follow along. And uh, the minute we have a calendar available for reservations, uh, we'd love to have you. Well, and I expect to get an update. Uh, not that I'm not going to be tracking it, but I need the official update because I want that press release to be front and center. So people, uh, so people know that it's, uh, it's, it's time to get your reservation in. And if you got some extra cash toward the end of the year, it's time to send your pastor down to Colleen. So <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. Good, good. I'd like to just say thanks. Uh, we've been on here for an hour and a half, and uh, it's been a blessing to me uh, getting to know you as, as much as a pre people can by the phone. <laughs> yep. And uh, I'm honored, Joe. Uh, thank you. Frequency.fm is a podcast featuring Christian artists, authors, creatives, and experts. For more music reviews, book reviews, and articles, please visit us at Frequency.fm.